0: Welcome back into the Why Behind Trick-or-Treating. My name is Ray Anderson, and in today's episode, we're going to be going over the topic of being aggressive. Um, this is more of a mental, the last few um, episodes are going to be more mental um, when it comes to you know, mental or physical, they're more on the mental side. Um, this is the Why Behind Trick-or-Treating. My name is Ray Anderson. As always, um, let's get into it with being aggressive. The very first bullet point I have here is marginal increase. Now, first, let's talk about being aggressive as a whole. Okay, when you when you're going trick or treating, it's really easy to become um, to become complacent uh, and to kind of give up. Why? Because you're having fun, hopefully, um, and or you know, and there's a couple reasons for this, but I feel like the most is just people having fun and wanting to go spend time with their friends. I've seen this firsthand. There are people who go out and they're like you know, let's go, um, let's go trick-or-treating, and they go trick-or-treating for like an hour and a half, and then at that point, it's, hey, (sighs) sorry, guys, really tired today, and at that point, it's like, hey, you know, come back to my house, we're gonna have a Halloween party, and when I was little, we called it a late night, you wanna have a late night? Like, and I have to ask my mom, can I go to the late night? Oh, anyways, that's that's not really important for Halloween, but I'm just kind of uh, talking about it. Um, so then you've got um, you know, you've got the scenario where you have to make a choice. Do you stay aggressive, stay committed to the mission at hand, or do you flake and go with your friends? That seems like a really easy decision, especially with the way that I worded it. But when you're in the moment, it's really not that easy, guys. When you when you're like, oh, you know what? Give me some of that candy or you know, let me go hang out with friends, usually the friends get you, get the best of you because it's peer pressure, right, candy can influence you, but only up until a point, people can influence you influence you, a lot more, um, and it, that's just the facts, right, there's nothing you can do about that. Like, that's just factual evidence statement, whatever you want to call it, it's right there, um, peer pressure is real, and so you have to be able to kind of withstand that, and stay aggressive, uh, another thing is being complacent, you might, you know, you might get a, you know, a couple pieces of candy and you start to you know maybe go for an hour or something and it starts to get cold and you're really not having it. Maybe it starts to rain and you're just like, bro, I just want to go inside. Well, you could go inside or you could remember the mission at hand and well, all the preparation you did before, which is another reason why preparation is so important because it really does impact you on the 31st of October 2000 and whenever you're doing it. I hope. I mean, maybe there's someone doing it in three thousand. Although I don't think the Earth's gonna be around in three thousand. But that's beside the point. That's beside the freaking point. All right, let's get into the first bullet point, which is marginal increases. Um, oftentimes, um, when you talk about being aggressive and getting more candy, people talk about getting the whole bowl, taking the whole bowl, right? They're saying, oh, well, if we get the whole bowl, or if we, you know, dot, dot, dot. Right? There's a lot of different things that um, that people think, and it's usually bigger chunks, right? Well, that's usually not how you get more candy. Um, obviously, bulls have a big part a big part to play in this, but um, when it comes to being aggressive, that is a big part of it. But at the same time, that's not the focus, nor should it be. The focus is more so on... Um, on little little gains here and there at every house right when they say one take two When they say take two take three or four when they say four take a handful you know what i mean like you need to be aggressive um and and i'll tell you something here if you take um you know a few pieces extra per house let's say you take a a small handful per house and that handful is about depending on the average because averages you know aren't It's just a collection of numbers. Let's say the average is about five pieces per house that you're getting when they offer the bull to you. Now, that's about... Let's say there's about 250 out of 500 houses that are like that. I don't know the numbers on this. I'm just kind of pulling this out of my butt, but bear with me. Okay, 250 houses. You're getting five pieces of candy at each of those houses. What's 250 times five? Well, that's 1,250. That's 1,250 in just half the route all right now there's also going to be houses that give you candy and there's going to be houses that have bowls and so it really is imperative then at this point to um oh sorry guys oh boy oh i'm just super tired it's really imperative though um to focus on those marginal gains right You're not going to get another thousand pieces in one house or two houses, right? You could, if you take a bull, and like I say, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with taking bulls, in my humble opinion. There's nothing wrong with that, but what's wrong is when people take, um, when people think that, oh, that's the only way to get more candy is to take bulls. That's not correct at all in the slightest. uh Uh-uh, none of it is true, right? And so the way I see it is like, look, just go every house. And get a couple pieces each time, a couple pieces extra each time. That's a small increase, and the good thing about that is no one's going to get on you for it, like taking a whole bowl. The risks are extremely low, and when you do that to every house, the risks don't build up, but the reward does, guys. Over time, the the reward builds up to a crazy amount. Um, the second thing is speed. All right, being aggressive—it's um, hard to to contain, to uh, maintain, I should say, to maintain your your speed for the whole night. Um, it's hard to maintain your same mindset for the whole night. It's a long night, and there's a lot of ups and downs. It's a roller coaster. Um, but if you maintain your speed and you try and just keep going as fast as you can, then that's going to help you eliminate all the the um, complacent uh, feelings that are trying to enter your mind. That your body inherently is gonna try and feel that's just what the body does guys um, when you start to move slow that's when the the body can really take over and start to be like you know what like this this isn't that good maybe we should go home I'm tired I'm cold I'm hungry da, 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 da. like if you stay focused and you stay moving I mean like I it's really hard for my feelings to enter me and be, my brain and be like hey let's shut it down man. And even if they do, I shut them down by saying, no, bro, like we got a few hours left of this. We're going to we're trying to break the record, man. So just remember to kind of keep a steady pace and to don't stop or slow down for really anything. The next bullet point that I have is fearlessness. All right. You're going to do some things when it comes to being aggressive that are in the ethical gray zone on trick or treating. You're going to take some bulls. You're going to take some handfuls you're going to be, you know, running past some, some smaller kids, and the parents sometimes have a an issue with that, and you know what, they have a right to be, um, to take issue with that, right, there's teenagers running past their little kids to get candy, when really it's the kids that are trying to get the candy, it's for the kids, but again, no set rule, and I've already talked about this, I don't believe there's any set rule, because there's no set rule, there's nothing you can do about it, and it's totally okay, in my opinion, uh, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, of course, but fearlessness is key guys if you don't have that that courage that just you know kind of throwing your the emotionless kind of um mentality heading into the heading into the night the stone cold killer mindset then you're gonna lose you're gonna flake when it comes to taking bulls, you're not going to be there. You're not going to be there in your head. And if you're not there in your head, you're not going to perform the action. That's just the way that it is. You have to mentally be okay taking a bull or you're never going to take that bull. If, you, if you're afraid of getting caught, if you're afraid of what can happen, if you're not really believing in yourself or your ability or even your ability to run away if you end up getting, uh, getting caught in, in the moment and having to run away a little bit, then you're never going to take that bull. You're never gonna take that bull, believe me. The last thing I have is just don't don't jeopardize the mission. With all of this being said, when all of this all this about being aggressive and going hard and stuff, that's all valid. Everything I say is valid, but do not jeopardize the mission. That means being too you know too too aggressive with it, right? There's a there's a limit to this, right? It's not. That's why marginal increases are so key because it's not aggressive in and of itself. It's not an aggressive, bold statement move by itself. It's the you know the um the collection of about 250 of those piling up on top of each other. The collective impact of those that is bold, but no one else can see that. But you, everyone else, just sees small little greedy, greedy takings of like two or three when you're only supposed to take one. That can lead to um really, I mean, a lot of candy at the end of the night, as I said, um, don't jeopardize the mission, though, by taking a bull when you probably shouldn't, right, we already talked about this a couple episodes ago, where it's all about, you know, making sure that, that, you know, the tells all, all, all are checking out, there's no threats, or if there are, you're, you're, you know, you're, um, paying attention to those threats, and you're, you know, recognizing them and preparing for them, right, there's nothing, um, that's going to uh prepare you for the mission like like bowl taking and, and you really can't prepare yourself for this. It's just kind of something that happens and you have to have a you know a bold mind and you have to kind of be ready and be you know be prepared to take bowls and to pre- prepare to uh just do your best honestly. That's all you can do right um, um but don't jeopardize the mission, right when it comes down to taking the bowl or maybe maybe it's not a good situation maybe there's a lot of threats and not enough ways to kind of combat those threats or maybe um the tells tell you that hey there's someone home and they're having a Halloween party but their windows are open and there's a lot of people in there meaning there's more eyes that can see and then there's a ring doorbell and a security camera um you know what like that's usually a sign to uh not take the bull um but hey if you end up taking the bull. You just have to be quick about it. That's what the technique about bowl taking comes into play. Like I was saying, you have to have that technique down because the more that the easier it is for you to take a bowl and the quicker you can do it, the more bowls you'll be able to take as a result. Because the quicker it is, the quicker the motions are and the less people suspect anything. But just bottom line, guys, be intelligent about this. Don't be rash. Don't don't go crazy and and say, I need the most candy, so I'm going to, Ray told me to be aggressive, so I'm going to take every bull that I see, because I guarantee you, you're going to get caught, your night's going to be ruined, and that's not that, that's not what anyone wants. And that's all I got, thanks for listening guys, I'll talk to you in the next episode, until then, this is the why behind trick or shooting, and my name is Ray Anderson, until then guys, peace out.